It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills and Joey Madore. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills, the mic alongside Joey Medora on this 25th day of August, 6.06 on the clock and 90 degrees and raining outside here in southeast Ohio. The Sports Fan presented by JK Contracting. And Joey, it has been a rainy day. It's been, you know, actually this morning it wasn't too bad. I mean, sun was shining, but you know, rain has started to come down. It might interfere with a couple high school practices that are going on as we get ready and inch closer and closer towards the end of the week where we will have football on Friday nights as it will be Athens at Alexander. And then on Saturday, at least for the games that we're covering, uh, we'll have NY uh, hosting Trimble. Uh, both be on WXTQ, but the high school season is getting closer and closer, and we'll have our preview show for Southeast Ohio right on the Sports Fan coming up tomorrow. We have Coach Rusty Richards call in, uh, and, of course, Trevor Stevens, who, if you ever want to have any information about really anything, I mean, it seems like he seems like a uh, wealth of knowledge, you know, Trevor. He's got everything, um, really knows his stuff, and always appreciate the information that he shares with us. But, you know, we're getting closer, Joe, and uh, it's it's almost that time. That it is, and we have two, uh, you know, crosstown rivals coming up uh, week one. Of course, Athens Alexander. A- Athens has uh, pretty much dominated that matchup football-wise here of late. And NY Trimble, you know, that's always going to be a, a physical, hard-hitting game. Both those teams do not like each other. It's going to be interesting to see with that one. I mean, in the past, for the past couple of years, you knew NY was going to have Mikey Seal and Keegan Wilburn, and you knew it, uh, you know, Trimble was going to have Cam Kittle and Connor Wright and Sawyer Coons and all those guys. But this year. Uh, None of those guys will be involved. I feel I feel like it's kind of a fr- in a way a fresh start for both of those teams. I don't know. That's just kind of the feeling I get. Uh, we'll see. You know, both teams coming off conference championships a year ago, and of course Trimble made a trip to the playoffs and uh, won their first round game. Were eliminated in a tough matchup in the second round. But uh, I yeah. still feel bad for Trimble. I, I mean, I was there that night. I was down on the field with Troy. Uh, and we had, I, I remember it was Lucas, and I forget the color commentator's name, but, you know, it was a very quiet car ride home. Because we're, again, not to open up an old wound, but, you know, those are the, that was the only two teams in the state that were undefeated and matching up in that round. Well, yeah. So it, it, it was a very tough, you know, D6 uh, last year, and Trimble drops down to D7. But, you know, we'll get into, you know, more specifics and, you know, break down team by team a little bit tomorrow. Well, I mean, what a crazy region that was last year. You know, five undefeated teams were in it. I mean, it's just just uh, crazy to think about. And uh, But Trimble represented themselves well. I mean, what was the final score? They lost, what, 21? Lost by, lost by one. 21-20? Yeah. Make an extra point. I mean, we go to overtime and, you know, anything can happen at that point. And then who knows, Trimble, I believe the team that they lost to went on to go to the, uh, at least the final four. Right. I don't recall if they went to the championship or not on the top of my head. I think they lost in the championship, if memory serves correctly. I, I can't remember. Um, but 740-592-6646, 740-592-6646. Call in. If got any questions, be a part of the show. Whatever you got. Our phone lines are always open here at WATH. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that, that opens up a, a, a wound from last year. Uh, I know there are more pressing issues, especially with this year that is going on. But I still feel... Even a year after, I still feel bad for Trimble in the situation that they were put in. Uh, but you know what? 
they were talented enough to go out there and compete. Absolutely. Phil got himself, uh, you know, the whole team got themselves ready to go out there and compete, and they yeah. did the best that they could. Well, we got to pull it up now. They lost to Springfield, the Tigers, uh, who did make it all the way to the state championship game, lost 48-14 to in that game. But, I mean, you look at that. Trimble gets past that game. Springfield won their next two games, 35-21 and 42-14. to right. So, you know, they belong there. Obviously, yeah. it's, uh, it's unfortunate situation. It was an unfortunate situation, but I feel like Trimble might have just rolled through D7 at that point. I mean, they proved that they uh, were more than capable of moving up a division and uh, still being as talented. But, of course, that was last year. we got to look forward to this year with uh, some new talent coming in this year for Coach Ferris's team, and I'm excited to see what he does. I mean, you can't ever count him out. Uh, I think he's proven that in his, uh, in his long tenure with the Tomcats. Yeah, and I can also tell you, I was on the phone with Coach Richards yesterday, the head coach of the Nelsonville York Buckeyes, and you know, Rusty's feeling pretty good. You know, he's coming into this season with a lot of confidence. You know, he's thrilled, as I'm sure a lot of other coaches are, that you know, the students get a chance to go out there and play. You know, the kids get a, get a chance; they get to go out there and compete. Uh, you know, obviously, it's not just football, but it's across the board for all, nearly all fall sports. I don't think there's a fall sport that's being held back right now because of the virus. Uh, but every, everybody is a, is a go. Um, and I know from the, I think, the press conference earlier today, there were more specifics outlined by Governor Mike DeWine. Uh, it was either 15% capacity or less uh, for stadiums. And I think it was, a, it was an either or. It was either 1,500 uh, or 15% of the total capacity at the high school stadiums. And then for indoor events, it was 300 people or, you know, 15% of the capacity of the gym or, or wherever your indoor event may or may not be. But, I um, mean, I feel like the 1,500 yeah. people goes more towards the, uh, the the bigger schools up in, the, you know, like the city areas. I mean, obviously these games get pretty crowded as well, but, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I don't know. I don't think there's usually 15,000 people or 1,500 people at a game around here. Would you would you say? I don't I don't know. I mean, Peden sits, what, Maybe playoff 000? games for sure, but... uh. Yeah, Peden's Peden's in like, like twenty four thousand, I think. Yeah, that can can fill Peden Stadium. Uh, so I, I got to imagine a high school stadium, you know, would would sit less. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm off. We we didn't really have the big <laughs> high school stadiums where where I grew up. Uh, some schools did, but uh, not a lot. Like my school didn't really have a stadium. It was kind of bleachers around a fence. wasn't anything like too special. And there's only actually my there was only one side to sit on at my high school. So right, a lot I'm, different than around here. I mean, same thing for mine. I'm, we we had a lot of. You know, land. We had a lot of cornfields. You know, where where my high school was was at. Uh, so there was a, a patch cleared. I don't know when they put up the football stadium years and years ago, uh, but it was an all grass field. They put bleachers up, and they just had like a tiny press box up at the top, uh, to you know, for public address. And nobody really even broadcasted any games. We might have had a couple writers in there from time to time. Yes, yeah, uh, you know, the stadium concept yeah, as we learn it at the high school. I mean, level. they all have it here. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Well, have you seen the high schools over in Texas? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, well, they, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars poured into those teams. <laughs> Which is probably why Texas is still going ahead with high school sports and uh, and football, too, right? Yeah, but, uh, I mean, yeah, focusing on the same, I don't think we, yeah, we didn't have, like, local radio stations broadcasting. Our game. There was a guy that would be doing, like, practice calls and, uh, you know, just standing up on the hill, calling the game by himself, and I, I, I'll always remember him because I hope that's not me when I graduate <laughs> here in a year and a half. So, well, you don't want to go out there just on a random hill, and uh, you know, uh, if I'm paid to do it, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> that gentleman was not. 
Uh, what was he? Was he a high school guy or was he? No, he was in, he he was an older guy. I think we had like a a broadcasting specific school around where I lived. So he just kind of, I think he was one of those guys. So he you know to try to get a reel, he would go and call high school games in the area. For some reason, he was always at our high school. I don't know which other ones he went to. But did you have good high school football? Uh, we had a couple. We had a couple years when I was uh, less teams make the playoffs in Maryland than they do here. There's only four teams from each region rather than eight. Now, mm-hmm. probably because there's less high school, so that takes into consideration. We made the playoffs my junior year. We, we went uh, nine and nine and one, and then my senior year we missed out by a game. We went seven and three. But yeah, we were you know we were all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you were a good team, and you know that guy might have been assigned to cover or maybe practice call. Did you ever hear his broadcast? Was he live or was he just? Nah, no, nah, it was just like he was yeah recording for himself. Never really a. Never a. Uh... You couldn't go back and hear it. You can't go uh, and back and listen to the Joe no. Medor highlights if you wanted to. I, you know, they were few and far between. But um, <laughs> I don't believe there was any way you could have listened. No. Oh, uh, that's all right then. I guess somebody's got to have. Maybe all right. We'll reach out to the guy and we'll see if we can get a copy of the. <laughs> He's tape. probably still around. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I mean, hopefully not. I hope he goes on and prospers and has a nice job someday. But of but, course. Uh, yeah, well, of course, we'll have our games live right here on 970 WATH and our sister station, WXTQ. Again, coming up this weekend, we'll have two games over on WXTQ. It just makes more sense, you know, have Athens uh, go over to XTQ. we got the football Friday night post-game show at the conclusion of the Athens at Alexander game. Uh, that game starts at 7 o'clock, and we'll have Brad Walker and Matt Frazee out to call those games. Uh, and then Frazee's going to do double duty. He'll be with me on Saturday as we go and call uh, the Trimble at Nelsonville York game, uh, so that'll be uh, that'll be fun. But you know, Athens football right into football Friday night post game over on 105.5 WXTQ, uh, and of course, you know, we won't be like that guy up on the hill. We will have it live <laughs> on the radio, and you can also get it on the live stream WXTQ.com, uh, and you can click the listen live button. Or I mean, we have I think we're on TuneIn. We're on you know, nearly almost anything. It's, uh, the one thing that I learned that you can just say you know. Let's say you have an iPhone, right? I mean, you could just say, hey, Siri, play WXTQ Power 105, and you'll get our, our sister station. Or if you say, hey, Siri, play Classic Hits 970 WATH, you'll get uh, what you're listening to now. Man, so. crazy how technology is, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of cool. You know, we're, we're updating, upgrading, and getting it uh, as, as good as we can get I- it. And, uh, you know, we got the live stream. We got the details back up again. So now we're moving. We got it, and there'll be football coming up Friday and Saturday. We'll take a short break on the sports fan. It's been a mess right now with the Cleveland Browns with injuries, and, of course, the Reds fell last night yet again, and the Reds are inching closer and closer, uh, not to crisis mode yet. I wouldn't say crisis, but it is getting very close uh, to determining what way they go come the trade deadline. You're listening to Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. 
Breast cancer is not canceled. The Susan G. Coleman Columbus Virtual Southeast Ohio More Than Pink Walk is your opportunity to walk where you are and fundraise on behalf of those affected by breast cancer. People facing breast cancer need us now more than ever. Don't miss a virtual More Than Pink Walk on Saturday, September 19th. Every step we take helps women and men facing breast cancer today and brings us closer to a world without breast cancer. Register for free today. Visit ColemanColumbus.org. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-281-4224. 800-281-4224. That's 800-281-4224. Now for more of the sports fan on 970 WATH. And back inside, right here on the Sports Fan, 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Mills and Mike alongside Joey Medor. We got you up until 7 o'clock today. 90 degrees, and yeah, I kind of see the sun still coming out here, Joey. It's uh, it's getting a little bit better, but it was really downpouring a couple minutes ago. Uh, coming really ripping through southeast Ohio, and because of that, they did cancel a couple events that was going on. Uh, in Athens, a couple sporting events that I saw, a couple soccer games, yeah, well. uh, a couple practices, but... It was really coming down. Also, it being 90 degrees this late, I mean, I feel like I would probably, I mean, I don't know how they handle that around here, but I know back home, you know, depending on how hot it was past a certain time, you weren't allowed to practice outside to begin with, so. Right. Yeah, there's a, a max heat, right? I mean, you can't practice when it's above whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that exact number is, but, I mean, it is it is warm outside. It is hot, and uh, as we click refresh on the weather app, you know, 91 degrees uh, in southeast Ohio. But, you know, people are outside, people are doing things, and that's, and that's a good thing. Uh, but, you know, it has not really gone well for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they, they had a, I want to say, a near, near-perfect offseason. You know, it, it was quiet. They got the pieces that they needed to get uh they you know built up on what they had from last year and of course with the new head coach and you know Stefanski seems to be doing you know everything right uh but at this time you know Freddie Kitchens seemed to be doing everything right but uh Kitchens will well did I mean, not that's... well I mean this what what happened out on the fields was was different than uh you know probably what happened during you know spring training or not spring but you know the uh the training sessions that, that they're doing. But uh, it was confirmed yesterday, the news broke, that Grant Delpit uh, you know, might have torn his Achilles. Uh, but the news is confirmed today that the uh, banged-up Browns will lose rookie safety Grant Delpit for the season. Uh, he ruptured his right Achilles tendon and, again, is out. Uh, the team also announced Delpit will need surgery. It's another blow to Cleveland's defense and first-year coach Kevin Stefanski. Delpit is the third Browns defensive starter to sustain a significant injury uh, in the past week. 
Linebacker Mac Wilson hyperextended his left knee while breaking up a pass, and nickelback Kevin Johnson lacerated his liver when the rookie tight end Harrison Bryant landed on him. Uh, the Browns selected Delpit in the second round out of Louisiana State University, LSU. Um, you know, it, it's a disappointing blow. Uh, Delpit, of course, a lot of people watching LSU games around here, and uh, for Delpit to already uh, be out with an injury is definitely disappointing after seeing how he excelled last year. Yeah, and I believe they expected him with the second-round pick to come in and make an impact, so now they're going to have to, you know, adjust on the fly here as the, you know, they do have Sandejo on the back end as well as Carl Joseph, uh, you know, a couple of household names. But after that, you don't have a whole lot of experience following up those guys, and I feel like Del Pitt was uh, a guy that they wanted to come in and make an impact right away. And as you say, using three defensive starters is not ideal to start off the season, especially while, I mean, you got to look at the Browns' week one matchup. They go into Baltimore. Now, obviously, fans won't be there, but they're running into what a lot of people think could be a buzzsaw this season, you know, with just the amount of talent that they already had a year ago. And, that you know, they added guys like Calais Campbell, Derek Wolf. They drafted, uh, you know, a couple receivers in the draft. Got J.K. Dobbins, who people around here, I'm sure, know that name. Uh, so the Browns are going to have, a, you know, a tough matchup week one right away. And, it, you know, it doesn't seem like at this point they're going to be going in a hundred percent. Hopefully, you have Nick Chubb back. It's not that severe of a concussion, and that uh, he'll be good to go by week one. Because I mean, he 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 tore up the Ravens last year uh, oh, when yeah, they went Chubb to Baltimore. Tore up a lot of the NFL anyway. Yeah, I mean, second in the league in rushing back. last year. Yeah, and I mean, he was probably not getting the ball as much as he should either. I mean, most of the time you'd only get be getting fifteen to twenty carries, and he still ended up having above uh, twelve hundred yards rushing. And it was impressive. You know, I mean, he, it came right down to the last game of the season where Chubb, you know, lost the season uh, rushing record well, for the uh, for the season, the lead. Um, who did, who got the top? Was it Mark Hen- uh, Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, also Derrick Henry had a crazy last stretch of games there where he had yeah. above like 150 yards in three straight games. And, you know. But Derrick Henry, you know, I, I was watching uh, a little bit of a highlights last night of last season. Yeah, uh, Henry, he's a big, he still is a big running back uh, for for Tennessee, but he's quick. You know, he's elusive. And he can just truck people over, uh, which is always good. But Chubb, you know, he's got the speed, uh, and you hope that he comes back uh, from this concussion and still is able to go from week one, uh, which is coming up on the 13th. First game is the 10th, so NFL right around the corner as well. Uh, the one thing that we haven't really been hearing a whole lot about is what the Bengals have been doing, right? Because all right, you had a couple injury reports at the beginning of the year, but, I mean, it's been relatively quiet out of Cincinnati this year. Yeah, I mean, you. I think you've been hearing Burrow's been improving as time goes on, as you would expect a a, a rookie quarterback to do. I think some of the reports early on were the uh, he was dealing with a lot of pressure at practice. The, the O-line was uh, not holding up too well, which I believe was uh, some, some people's main concern for the for the Bengals offense coming into this season uh not not many household names when you look up across the depth chart of that offensive line i think they have some talent on offense at least at the skill positions i mean you you're you got burrow he's your number one pick obviously he's not going to be you know some people are putting outlandish expectations on him for year one but i think it's a you're going to have a step up from the quarterback play you had last year you have an 1000 yard rusher from last year in joe mixon you hope A.J. Green can stay healthy for a season. Uh, Tyler Boyd has proved to be reliable at receiver. Auden Tate was coming on strong uh, when he started to get some reps last year. So they, ha- they have some guys 
Uh, but I think the main question is the offensive line. Will they be able to hold up? Will they be able to keep you know Burrow's jersey clean? And then you also got to think about the defense because I mean, let's face it, the defense was pretty bad last year, uh, bottom of the league, and they didn't really do too much to improve it this off season. Matter of fact, they lost a couple guys, including uh, Nick Vigil, who was their leading tackler last year. And, uh, you know, they don't, didn't really replace those guys very well. They brought in Josh Bynes from Baltimore, who had a, de- he had a decent year last year with the Ravens. But the Ravens have always had – the Ravens have always kind of been able to plug and play at linebacker with guys. That's just kind of the defense they've always had. Um, so I, I, I don't know if that's going to be enough to sustain the issue uh, of the defense. I mean, it doesn't matter if the offense is better. If you score 30 points a game and give up 35, you're still not going to win. So Right. Uh, it's uh, listen, you got to see what the defense has. You know, I mean, if the defense can keep you in the game, I think the offense has you know, a lot of a lot of strengths. You know, they got a, a lot of tools that they can use, and uh, you know, hopefully, you know, Joe can spread the ball around, and as he's done in the past with whatever team he's on, um, it's just going to be, you know, does the defense keep them in the games, and you know, how does Everybody worked together on this on this new offense. Everything's been positive so far. I, yeah. mean, I even saw, I, th- I think it was posted in the WXTQ sports page, uh, but I even saw, you know, the competition and the, you know, comparisons between Joe and Tua Tagovailoa uh, over at, with the Dolphins. Uh, yes, they're in the same draft class, uh, and I almost want to liken it to the way that, you know, Bryce Harper and Mike Trout were compared, both coming into the league, right? They're both highly touted prospects, and, you know, obviously Mike Trout, I think, has has done better, but, you know, both both guys have gone in there, and they've been successful with their individual teams. Um, am I going to say and sit here and predict, you know, that both are going to have pretty good careers? I mean, I hope so. You know, you, you hope uh, Dolphins are not a threat to the Bengals unless you make it to the postseason, so you can root for one or the other, but... Um, that it's the comparisons are already starting, but you got to wait and see. Wait until the games happen, and really see you know, who does what. Because two is not even projected to start down in in uh, Miami. Yeah, you know, I mean, two is might sit behind Fitzpatrick for a year, for all we know. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be an entire year, but uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it took over about midseason, depending on how they feel about uh, his hip and all that. But yeah, no, I mean, if the, the comparisons are always going to be there. You know, that's why. Uh, the guys. That's why we always hear so much about Lamar Jackson being picked after guys like Darnold and Josh Allen, Mayfield, Josh Rosen. Because, I mean, in his second year, he won the MVP, and none of them even sniffed the playoffs in their first couple of years. So you know, obviously, critiques come about that. You know, if Tua has a better year than a uh, better career than Joe, uh, you, it's going to forever be. Oh, they should have took Tua, but I think the Bengals will not regret their decision to to bring in Burrow. I think he's going to provide. Uh, some stability at the quarterback position for a while. I mean, we can't forget Andy Dalton was here for a while as well. Right. I mean, Dalton was a good quarterback. You know, yeah. And he still is you know, a decent top-line uh, quarterback at, at this point in his career. He's not, you know, maybe top 10 right now active quarterbacks. I mean, if he was top 10 in the league, then you know, he would have had a starting position and not sitting behind Dak Prescott. But, you know, Dalton was a – he was – Top five in I mean, I believe, passing yards last year. I, I believe they made the playoffs six times in his tenure. And, yeah. I mean, you know, they didn't win any of them, obviously. And I know that's always what's going to be uh, the, the big stain. 
But, you know, they won a division a couple times, had a couple home playoff games. The Bengals had a, a, solid, a solid run there for a few years. Um, but, yeah, just kind of focusing on what the Bengals have this season. I, I don't think you can expect, as a fan, that it's unrealistic to say the, the Bengals are going to come in this year and win seven, eight, nine games. When you just look at the division around them, the Ravens are going to be solid. Pittsburgh, in theory, should be better than last year. You know, they still have a really good defense, and you know they bring back Roethlisberger. Say what you will about him, but he's a better option than Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. And I mean, at times they won, they went five and three with at a stretch last year when Hodges and uh, Rudolph were playing quarterback. So well, they're going to be there. Just, Tom was a good coach. Yeah. So they're going to be there. And you got Cleveland. I mean, obviously won six games last year. Did not quite live up to expectations, as some people picked him to go to the Super Bowl last year, moronically in my opinion. But, um, you know, they you can't deny the amount of talent that the Cleveland Browns have, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You got Miles Garrett coming back, Olivier Vernon coming back as well. Uh, they got hopefully a healthy Denzel Ward back in the secondary, who was a pro bowler his rookie year. So the, t- the talent's there for Cleveland. And I, I don't know, you just look at it talent-wise across the division, it seems like the Bengals are lacking the most heading into this season. But you got to give it time. Yeah. You know, you're bringing in a rookie quarterback who, you know, obviously just had a, one of the best uh, quarterback seasons ever in college football. But also, you gotta you got to take a look at the landscape of the league right now. And right now, uh, you know, there's three teams better, and that's just in the division for the Bengals. So. Right, and it's going to take a while because they went 2-14 and 14 last year. Now, I get it. There's a new, that was Coach's first year, you know, Zach Taylor's first year at the helm of the Bengals. They're bringing in a new quarterback this year. Uh, but, you know, bringing, changing the quarterback, I don't think is going to do a whole lot it's not going to impact the team, I think, as greatly as flipping a two and fourteen record all the way to a you know, ten and six, right, or a you know eleven and and five record. I, I still think there will be a, a lot of growth from the team, you know. And, and of course, you you hope Joe does well, and you know, all indications are uh, during this period of, of preparing and getting ready for the season that he is doing well. Um, but you know, it might just take some time to get everybody up to speed and you know, try to build a program down in, uh, down in Cincinnati and, and build a, a, a team that can compete uh, in a year-in and year-out basis. And that's what they you know, spent their first draft pick on. That's what they spent their second draft pick on. Yeah. And another thing you got to think about here is the schedule ain't easy. <laughs> I mean, no. you open up with the Chargers, which uh, you don't know what you're getting because, you know, now Tyrod's taken over. There's still some talent on that team. and But, I mean, it's a, it's a brutal schedule. You play the NFC East, which holds the Eagles and Dallas, who are both going to be vying for playoff spots. They got to go to Indy. They got to play Tennessee, you know. They got to play Dallas, as I just mentioned. Got to go to Houston. And not to mention, you play Pittsburgh and Baltimore and Cleveland all twice. And you, you know you got some cupcakes mixed in there. You got to go to Washington. You know you got to play uh, Jacksonville, which is a game they could win. Got to get to, uh, uh, but you know it, it's a tough schedule. And you know I will be interesting uh, to see since we're talking about this Burrow and Tua thing. You know they're slated to play in December. Browns are supposed to go, 
excuse me, uh, Bengals are supposed to go to Miami. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if two is a starting quarterback by then. Um, you know, my whole take on that thing is people seem to think it's a landslide that Burrow is uh, so much better than Tua. But look to the year before when, you know, Alabama went into LSU and routed, <laughs> routed LSU. All right. I mean, Joe did have to deal with the injury, right? I mean, there was a, a shoulder injury. Was that Tua not injured out. last year when they played? Well, who's Tua played against LSU last year, didn't he? Yeah, and Joe played against them. Well, but Joe was also playing with an injury in that game. Tua was playing with an injury in the game last year. They might have got him once, right? Alabama beat LSU, and then LSU beat Alabama. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to slander anybody here, but I feel like yeah. some people try to act like it's a landslide in the amount of t- diff- talent difference between the two. Well, you take the, it as a, uh, a body as a whole, right? The whole you know, collegiate career. Well, then, yeah, I mean, if you're just taking a look at last year, I mean, nobody touches Joe quarterback-wise unless you go back a couple of years, but it was a historic season for LSU. Uh, but overall... Tua was the fifth pick for a re- He was projected as the first pick for a reason. You know? We just, again, you got to wait and see how these careers play out. That's really it. You know? You got to wait and see. Uh, but it will be interesting come December, and if uh, you know, Tua does have that starting role by December, I think that could be a, a good game. That will definitely draw a lot of eyes, and hopefully we'll have fans in the stadium at that time. But, again, waiting and seeing. Well, we've got to take another short break right here on the Sports Fan. On the other side, Reds are back in action tonight, 740 for the pregame, 810 start. Uh, it was a, I want to say, a little bit of a disappointing game yesterday for the Reds. They lost 4-2, but back at it again today, uh, and they 11-16, five games under 500. We'll break it down coming up next. You're listening to the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting on 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H. At Siemens Grocery, their customers expect a wholesome, friendly environment when they walk through the door. With Siemens, they mix a little old with a little new. And that's why they stand out from those big box stores. Quality, convenience, and cleanliness is what you'll find when you walk into Siemens Grocery. Eddie's vision still inspires them today. And that's what makes them special. Siemens Grocery on West Union Street, locally owned since 1951. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Hi, I'm Willie, and I have some tips for parents to keep us kids safe this summer. Around water, a responsible adult should constantly be watching young children. Teach kids to swim. Swimming lessons can keep kids safe from drowning. Never ever leave infants, children, or pets in a park car even if the windows are cracked open use sunscreen every time you go outside 
use 30 or higher and reapply every two hours. Make sure you stay hydrated by drinking plenty of water. These tips have been brought to you by Athens County Children's Services. Have a fun and safe summer, Athens County. This is the Sports Fan on 970 W-A-T-H. And it's a sports fan right here on 970 97.1 FM, W-A-T-H. That was the mic alongside Joe Medora. And again, up until 7 o'clock, Cincinnati Reds come your way 740 tonight. And it was a you know, another game where the offense for the Reds just did not get going. Uh, they they scored early. Or actually, no, they, they scored late. Yeah, they uh, Milwaukee scored early, and you know, just Reds had to play catch up. Milwaukee scored four runs before Cincinnati had one run in the sixth, one run in the seventh, but they couldn't muster up anything else. Bottle walked in the top of the ninth inning. Castellanos, Eugenio Suarez, and Davidson. All made outs, and then that was that. You know, they just could not get Votto over. They could not get him around to score. I mean, they still needed another run, you know, to at least tie it up. But, you know, Votto got that walk and just nothing. Yeah. I mean, just weren't picking up the ball real well last night for sure. I mean, it was a heck of a start for Anderson. For the Brewers, went six innings, only gave up five hits and two runs. Of course, a couple long balls are what ended up burning him in the end. And then just the Brewers' bullpen was uh, pretty much lights out. Besides that one walk, I mean, the three guys that came in relief had six strikeouts for the nine outs that they recorded in the last three innings. You know, so Cincinnati just not really able to put the ball in play. And, of course, it wasn't a uh, – obviously wasn't Bauer's best work out there as he worked six and a third. He got touched up a little early of four runs in the first four innings. But, of course, it wasn't an insurmountable deficit at that point. But uh, I think the Reds have shown throughout the season that they, they struggle when they fall behind early. Um, you know, usually when we see them get a win, they jump out for two or three in the first inning and are able to keep building upon that, or they just have the starting pitching to be able to hold on to that lead. But, uh, yeah, no, just another just another close loss. You know, they've, they've struggled in the tight games so far this season. That was an issue with them last season as well. And, uh, you know, they just continue to fall further and further behind. Uh, you know, Milwaukee is now a game in front of them, and they are six and a half back of the Cubs. So, you know, I think we already saw the writing on the wall that the division wasn't really going to be a uh, an option this year. But my goodness, I mean, all you got to do is get the second spot to guarantee yourself a playoff spot. No one's playing all that great right now in the division, but, you know, the Cubs just really... Can't seem to uh, put it together. As soon as you see, think they might be turning around, they win a couple games in a row, then they drop the next three. And uh, they've lost the last four now. So just struggling, struggling to turn around. Now, a four-game losing streak right now for the Reds. Again, the record 11-16. and 16. Um, Milwaukee Brewers jump ahead of them by a record of 12-15. and 15. Uh, They were at least five and a half, I think, yesterday out of first place. And, of course, that drops back again. Uh, today, but you know, the Reds, they they had the talent at the beginning. You know, I mean, it's it's just been uh, a disappointing showing from the from the bullpen, 
and the offense has not got going. They had those games earlier on in the year. That's when Joey Votto was hitting above 300. But Votto now batting below where he's at the Mendoza line right now. He's at 200. Uh, and, you know, probably most disappointing for me, I, I got to say, Bauer is no longer in bingo. You know, he's, he's got the 165. But I, I like the bingo comments. I, I keep it with bingo. But Yeah, you're going to hold on to that one for a while. Yeah, that, but I can't. We don't have bingo anymore. It, the only guy, uh, Williams, he's getting close with an 084, the reliever for the Milwaukee pitchers. But, yeah, that's not as fun. Yeah, it goes, bingo's up to what, 80? 70? I think 70. I haven't no, played. 75. I haven't played bingo in over a decade, so. <laughs> 75, I think it goes up to. Uh, but, you know, Bauer giving up those four runs, all earned. He gave up uh, seven hits yesterday. He had, coming into the day, he only gave up, you know, eight hits on the season. Uh, so, you, you knew that that pace that he was going on was not going to continue. Uh, and you'd hope that you know four runs is not insurmountable. Uh, you got to have somebody who can you know get on base, and you got to have somebody behind him who can drive him in. Well, but you had uh, the Kirk Casale, who's the catcher, who's slumping, hits a home run, right? And then Eugenio Suarez you know, hits one, his fifth in the seventh inning. But other than that, you got two solo shots. You only score two runs. Nobody's on base, and you know, three hits the rest of the game. Right? Like you got to somehow put something together. Well, here's the thing about the Reds. It's uh, very much uh, live and die by the long ball so far this year. I mean, they're top 10 in home runs at ninth with 42. They're dead last. And this is not the National League. This is all baseball. Dead last with a 205 team batting average. And doesn't matter how great you pitch, that's not going to get it done. Obviously, the bullpen is a glaring issue, but, I mean, the team is barely batting above the Mendoza line. Right? What about on-base percentage? They're second to last with 310. Who's last, just out of curiosity? Uh, yeah, give me a second. It's someone who was 290, which uh, is pretty pretty bad. Uh, actually, 285, Pittsburgh Pirates. I, yeah, that was going to be my first guess, the Pirates. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm trying to think who would have had a worse record I mean, the Reds don't have a, a terrible record. They're five games under 500, but there are teams that are you know, suffering more than, than than they are. But, yeah, I mean, doesn't matter. In a 162 game, you're betting 205 for the season. You're not going to not gonna do too much. I mean, the next closest, it's in 29th. It's at 210. Not much better, but... It's not great? No. <laughs> it's far from great, actually. Uh, but, again, with baseball, even though it's a shortened season, you still do have... You got to turn it around the next day. Uh, you know, I know the rain came through here at Athens, but I'm not sure if it you know, was coming all the way from Cincinnati or not. Um, but regardless, that game, I think it's Reds at Brewers, and it will be. Uh, but they got Luis Castillo against Brandon Woodruff. Uh, we got to wait and see. You now, Luis Castillo, 4.44 ERA, 36 strikeouts, uh, and the Lineups are out there. Instead of Casale, it'll be Tucker Barnhart behind the plate. Uh, Peyton, uh, Mark Payton will be out in left field. Shogo Akiyama, who wasn't in the, the game yesterday, comes into the game for Cincinnati today. Um, it's a winnable game. You know, that, that's what i got to say about that. I mean, Castillo can give them a shot, but you know, Castillo's 0-3 this season. He came in, and we thought you know Castillo could be you know one of those top three pitchers for the Reds. They haven't won with him on the mount. 
Yeah, well, you know, they, they've struggled to, uh, you know, kind of back them up on run support. Of course, the ERA isn't great right now, 4-4-4. But it's just crazy when you look into more of these stats. I mean, Reds are top 10 in the league in ERA as well. How many top 10 teams in ERA are not competing for a playoff spot? I mean, let's just look at all the other ones. You got number one's the Dodgers, number two's Cleveland, number three's St. Louis, four, Minnesota, five, Oakland, six, Chicago. And then you have Houston, then Tampa Bay. Like, all these teams are literally in the playoff hunt, and the Reds sitting at number 10 are uh, uh, just seems to be slipping further and further away. And uh, it's probably a testament to how bad the bullpen really has been because if you look at some of their starters' ERAs, I mean, Bauer and Sonny Gray are both sub, uh, I believe, Gray's in the twos now. Uh, Bauer's sub two. You know, nobody, none of their starters besides maybe Wade Miley have too much of an inflated uh, ERA this year. But, yeah, I mean, you look at the, the back half of the bullpen, that's where it, it really starts to go south for them. Yeah. But... Again, you got to see what Coach Bell can do. Uh, you got to see uh, if this team turns it around, and they got to turn it around quick. We talked a lot yesterday about the trade deadline with the Reds. Are you going to trade players away and try to get better for next year, or you know, do you try to make a push this year? Because you got to remember, uh, 16 out of 30 are going to make it into the postseason. And if it's 16 out of 30, yeah, if you make it to the postseason, you might consider that a successful season or not. I mean, I'd be up to you know, Reds management. If you make it in, you give yourself a shot, and you don't know what happens. Uh, but obviously, they don't want to just settle for making the postseason because they had all the aspirations to go far into the postseason this year. Yeah, but I mean, you also got to look at it right now. They don't even look like a playoff team. Anywhere close. No. They're not the, one of the top eight teams in the NL. So, I mean, no. and they're they're kind of trajecting downwards right now. Um you know, there's... But it's just so open that, I mean, it's not clear-cut what you want them to do. You know, it's either you can go for it still, because it's not too late, but then if you go for it, I don't yeah. know if you want to spend any of your prospects on a year I about like to say, this. but I about to say, if they're going for it, they got to make a move to bring someone in to either solve the bullpen problem or get another bat that can actually do something for them, because right now you're batting 205, the bullpen stinks, and, you know, you're not good. I just don't think the starting pitching is going to be able to carry this team to the postseason in its current structure. So what you have to think about is do you give up some 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 guys on the farm and maybe you do really think you're just one or two guys away from starting to turn this thing around and if that's what your plan is and it works out, that's great. I'm fine with you trying to go for it all. But you have to actually go for it all if you're going to do it. You can't trade your prospects and then miss the postseason. That's, that's not an option. I mean, Milwaukee is kind of in the same boat as the Reds, though. Because you... Christian Yelich is not having the season that, you know, he he's had past couple years. Yelich is batting 198. You know, you don't have Omar Navarre as their catcher batting 175. Ben Gamble, 185. Eric Sogard batting 186. Like they don't have a whole lot in that Milwaukee lineup right now that you know, they could still push and be for a second second place, you know, behind the Cubs in the division. They got to make up their mind which way they want to go. Do you make the push? Do you not make the push? Now, are you better than Milwaukee? Are you better than St. Louis? Are you better than the Pirates? If those questions are answered yes, you make the push. But if you don't think that you can beat these teams in front of you, well, then you got to make the smart decision for what's best, you know, in the future, not just here in 2020, but you know, trying to make sure that you have a, a 
quality baseball team and sustain it for the future uh, with whatever you do at this trade deadline, um, which isn't too far away. But we got another break to take on the sports fan, then we'll take you all the way home up until 7 o'clock. Phone lines are always open at 740-592-6646. It's a sports fan presented by J&K Contracting. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer? Call Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. The superheroes are coming. The superheroes are coming. The 7th Annual Athens Casa Superhero 5K has gone virtual. You can register online at AthensCasa.org superhero to receive a mailed race packet. Then pull out your best superhero costume to complete your 5K your way anytime on September 4th, 5th, or 6th. Then post your photos and results online. All of the proceeds of this event support local foster children and their court-appointed special advocates. Sign up today at AthensCasa.org superhero. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless, dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Are you looking for a fun and engaging job? Have you always wondered what it would be like to hear your voice on the radio? Then Power 105 and 97 WATH may be the place for you. We are hiring now for board operators and on-air talents. Send your resume and any voice clips to Nick Palmer, our general manager at npalmer at wxdq.com. If music in your local community are your passion, then apply today to be part of the WATH WXDQ team. With part-time flexible hours and room for advancement, Power 105 and 970 WATH are the place for you. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutter with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. And the Sports Fan right here at 970 WATH. Thank you for joining us on this 25th day of August 6.52 on the clock, and yeah, the skies are opening up a little bit. I mean, they're getting a little bit better. It's not as dark as it was, but you know, temperatures still you know, ranging around in the 90s, and hopefully it gets a little bit cooler, especially on Friday night when we're ready uh, to go out and call some high school football games. Uh, phone lines are open at 740-592-6646. Tease it a little bit at the beginning of the program, but you know, tomorrow we will be doing a, a bigger breakdown of you know, Southeast Ohio football. We'll talk Hawking. We'll talk Ohio. We'll talk, you know, maybe a couple of the other schools surrounding here. Maybe a little bit of Logan, a little bit of uh, Jackson. You know, some old SEOAL rivals uh, in the area, and um, you know, of course, your calls and more. And as we talk about these schools coming up tomorrow, but 
again, we'll have Trevor Stevens on the on the program, who's very knowledgeable about you know Southeast Ohio football, especially Athens, and getting all the stats and stuff uh, together. And then, uh, of course, uh, we'll have Coach Rusty Richards, uh, the head coach of the Nelsonville York Buckeyes, and we'll hear about uh, you know maybe a little bit what we can expect not only just this season, but uh, get a little bit of insight what happens or what could happen on Saturday. Uh, which, again, it will be the Buckeyes uh, hosting the Trimble Tomcats. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for that game. I mean, that, yeah. that could be a pretty pretty exciting and, and uh, pretty good game. And, you know, Trimble has had the, the number right now for NY over the past couple of years, but it's been a pretty competitive series either way. Yeah, and both schools don't like each other very much. Um, it's it's it, There's just so many question marks, I feel like. And, uh, you know, I, I try to ask around. I mean, of course, our guy Mike Roth called in Friday. He said he pick, he thinks MY is going to take the win this season. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll hold off any predictions I have for our show tomorrow. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just exciting to have football back, exciting to have some good games for us, especially on the radio right away. I mean, you know, Trimble NY Week 1 has been a staple around here, especially because, you know, we lost a local rivalry this past year. Wellston and Jackson, uh, first time they're not playing, and uh, I can't remember the amount of years. A long time, though, week one. So, uh, you know, that that's something. But, of course, Athens-Alexander, you know, right right down the road from each other. That, that, that'll that be, you know, Alexander will be up for that game. Uh, you know, we'll see what a whole another offseason with the offense for Joey Moore provides to the Athens team. We'll see if there's any new wrinkles in the Nathan White offense this year. It's always I think it's always very important, especially in football, where you can get a starting quarterback for multiple seasons. So uh, I think that will benefit the Bulldogs greatly. Of course, we, there will be some changes in the skill position, guys. Nate Trainer was a big target last year uh, for the team. And he was the Athens athlete of the year. Yeah. I mean, Trainer did a phenomenal job, no matter what sport he was playing. Unfortunately, he didn't get to see him uh, in the baseball season, but he was a lockdown defender in basketball and I think led the team, right, if I'm, I'm not mistaken, but I think he led the team in, in the receiving yards. Hmm. And, of course, uh, you know, Isaiah Butcher, who was dominant on both sides of the ball, I believe he's playing, was, Marshall, was it? Yeah, he, uh, right? yeah he, went, he, he went to Marshall for his college. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you're, you're losing that as well, so we'll see... Uh, what they have, and then of course, I mean, Alexander's a bit of a, uh, you know, another one that's a bit of a wild card for us this year that we that we don't know too much about heading into this season. Uh, but you know, you can't ever count out a uh, a conference rival, that's for sure. So, I think we're gonna get a couple good ones this weekend. I always forget that the Trimble My game is on Saturday. It's always so weird to think about because you know Friday night football is the big thing around here, right? And now it's Saturday night football for the game of the week, and then the Athens game of the week. Um, again, we'll be on Friday and over on our sister station, WXTQ. So if you listen in, uh, you'll have the Reds starting at 640 on Friday. You've got the Reds tonight starting at 740 for the pregame. Uh, but, you know, it is football season as we inch closer and closer on this Tuesday. Uh, coming up on Friday, of course, we'll have Athens and Alexander. And then Saturday, Trimble at NY. And then the following week, I think we're going to have Trimble and Eastern because that, that's uh, the week two matchup, Ooh. right, for the game of the week? That is. I'm really excited for that one. Really excited. Because that one, I mean, Michael Roth is, uh, again, he started up that 7-4-0 zone and everything, and you know, he's putting out that prediction that uh, Eastern could upset Trimble. 
And I don't know. I I got I got to give the uh, the tip of the cap to Trimble until you know. Let's see what Eastern does week one. You but can't discredit a team that returns two all state running backs, <laughs> right? And that's what Eastern's doing. So. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll see what uh, Trimble does with NY this week. I think we'll get a better gauge on uh, how that game's going to go. But also, I mean, you know, I heard uh, some of the packages about Eastern. They they have uh, some big goals this year, including, you know, winning the conference, winning some playoff games this year. Of course, they were so happy to make it for the first time in, in a, a while last year. Since 2002, I believe, was the last year Eastern made the playoffs this past season. But uh, they got smoked in the first round of the playoffs, and I think they want to uh, they want to expand on that this year and come back better than ever. Yeah, I mean, why not? You know, you got nothing to lose this year. Just get ready for the postseason is what I. If I was a coach, I'd say, hey, use these first six games and tune up and get ready because it doesn't matter what happens in these games because there will be you know, a, a postseason for every team, and I think that'll be an interesting way. You know, to kind of look at the season, too. Yep. You know, win-loss doesn't matter. You go out there, you lose to Trimble week one, that doesn't matter. Yeah, because as long as you're ready by week seven, yeah, you're in there. I mean, obviously you want to uh, play as well as possible to get you oh, know, right. an opponent you can beat in right. round one. But also, I mean, it will be more important kind of thing, you know, kind of how we see with March Madness. And any playoff format, you know, it's just different this year because you got to be playing your best football sooner. Because, you know, usually you have the 10-week regular season. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can suffer a, a loss and uh, make up for it. But this year, you got to be ready to go uh, a little bit earlier. Uh, we've, October. Got, we've got our preview show coming up for you tomorrow, 6.06, right here on the Sports Fan. Coming up later on tonight, CBS News at the top of the hour comes next. And, of course, it'll be the Cincinnati Reds at 7.40. Thanks for joining us on the Sports Fan. I'm Connor Mills, along with Joey Medor, signing off. Year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-M.